Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf and Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. The Eagles are Super Bowl champions. I'm going to get drunk. Where them beers, where them beers. All bottles on Mr. Lurie tonight. Damn, that's going to make me throw up. What was it like to have Bradley Cooper in the booth? We the best. No one could have got me a Caprice? Where's the ball security? Touchdown, Tom. Loser. Nick Foles never lost a Super Bowl. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends, Bo Wolf and Sheila Kapadia. On a very rainy Tuesday afternoon... Inside the Eagles media shanty. And uh, I'm going to start off right away, Sheil. The first person who tweets us a photo that they are listening to Birds with Friends while at their polling place, voting, doing their part, their American duty, their civic duty, will get something from my basement. This could be me, because i got to go after the podcast. Could be you. I think that would be nice. I mean, this is going to go up at fairly late in the day. You're gonna so get a, well, and you're going to get a head start. Yeah, I'll because know. you'll leave before the podcast is posted. That's true. So you could you could get something from my basement. Okay, very good. So everybody, go out there and vote today if you haven't already. I mean, what am I? I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Um, but uh, yeah, coming up on the show today, we've got some Eagles news to talk about. I feel it. It feels like there's a lot of like little newsy items. Yeah, it? yeah. There's a lot of things. A That's lot happened. of things on of the show. Or over the past week or so, that would like be the main story of an episode if we were doing daily shows. You think so? Okay. Maybe. All right. Okay. Uh, we will do a little resetting our league-wide thoughts around the Hornbill. You've got a game. You've come prepared with the game for, I think, the third time in show history? Yeah, no name. I think I'm going to steal one of your names because it's the similar theme. Okay. That's fine. And then we will go uh, close it out with some of your questions and getting a bird in edgewise. How have you have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Well, I'll say this. Okay. If you are a, uh, you know, all families, all all households are different. If you are a uh, two parent household with multiple kids, I will say under the age of ten, and one, uh, you know, the mom or the dad takes the two kids away, and you're home alone for the whole weekend. Oh boy! I feel like this can save marriages. Save families. It was like Saturday afternoon, and I texted my wife. I said, I'll give you one of these after football season. We should each get two of these every year. I think it saves, I think it will save families. That's a good. Yeah. I think like divorce rates will go down. You'll have better relationships with your children. I like that's a good goal. Two two a year. Two a year. I mean, you love your children, but you know, to be able to just wake up and only be responsible for yourself. Uh, I made an omelet while listening to a podcast. I watched a bet. Well, I drove him to the airport Saturday morning. Of course. Came home, made a little breakfast, listened to a pod. I was, was watching. I was watching Better Call Saul at like eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh, you don't get to do that on yeah. a normal day. Um, what else did I do? It was a lot. You know, you get so. I didn't do a lot around the house, but there were a couple little things okay. that you don't get to that you got to. I knocked out four episodes. We know you're of, very handy. Yeah. 
I had to move things in the garage. That okay, was my, that counts. Uh, knocked out four episodes of Succession. Mm, you're in on that? I should should I watch that? Uh, I'm in on it. Okay. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's like great. You know, it's, you're not going to be like, oh, this one. I don't of the need best to spot. go run out to watch it, but but like thoroughly entertained by every minute of it. I've heard that it, there's a good theme song. Oh, fantastic, true? yeah. Okay. There's no words, it's just music, but okay. it's very good. Actually, I'm surprised you've heard that, because that was one of my big takes. Oh, interesting. I, I hadn't I had that I conversation. I think maybe from my sister. I okay, it is it. fantastic. Uh, so did a little bit of that. Watched a little uh, Alabama LSU at night. Slept you know, when I wanted to sleep. Woke up when I wanted to wake up. Nice. Uh, it was great. I had sort of the reverse. Yeah, you this had the reverse. Yes. That's why I didn't want to mention this that's to you okay. as you were texting me about your. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. We came back. We came back from our our trip to Paris, and all of a sudden, Rachel came down with hand, foot, and mouth, mm. which uh, is just completely debilitating. And of course, Casey had it uh, about a month and a half ago, so she didn't want to give it to him. So she was in like you know quarantine. Yeah, and it was uh, we had Casey and I had a little boys' weekend. Okay. So, you know, I took over the morning duties, which is uh, typically mom's purview. And uh, it was tough, tough for her. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we were gone for a week. Right. So she can't, even, she can't even hold the baby. Yeah. Which was tough. Although I will say, she went to the doctor. The doctor looked at her mouth and was like, this is like one of the worst really? cases I've ever seen. Mm. So we're all very proud of her. She really. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go halfway with yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're proud of her. Okay. I feel like I was that on that end of the uh, range okay. when I had it. Yeah, Casey is like a little uh, little Jason Kelsey this weekend. How so? He's throwing blocks all over the place. <laughs> okay. He's got these blocks and he keeps throwing blocks. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. All right. You look pretty fresh. I feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. it's I, not a, not bad. a problem. Yeah, yeah, I feel great. Okay. I had a bit of a disaster today as I was. Uh, you know, did my did my civic duty? Voted, feeling good. Go treat myself to a to a latte. Okay. Try to you know, coming in that Uh-oh. downstorm. Uh, yeah, you know, it was bad rain. Pretty bad. So I'm carrying the umbrella. Of course, my my ace. ace yeah. The open championship umbrella. Got my backpack. Carrying the latte. Get to the front door down here. Got to close the umbrella. This is why I don't do Got umbrellas. Got two hands. Latte uh, fell. Uh, completely gone. Mm. It was like... How much had you drank? None. I was saving it uh, to get here. It was brutal. So, so that's why I didn't get a coffee before the show. I got a tea. I'm going to go back and get another latte. Very good. Yeah. You should just go, go raincoat like me. I haven't carried an umbrella in years. Really? You like that? You don't not mind really, that? but I'm not going through this nonsense of trying to open and close an umbrella, and you got the you don't rush. Have a good enough umbrella. It's like a race, and you got to open the door at the... Like, no, it's not going to save you. Yeah, well... Okay. All right. So, where do we start? Tim Jernigan? Sure. Why don't we start with Tim Jernigan? Returns, I guess, returns to practice, as uh, as Jim Schwartz said yesterday, is a bit of a misnomer. They had a walkthrough yesterday, but he has been cleared to return to practice, which means the Eagles now have uh, 21 days to activate him. Some scuttlebutt that he could play as soon as Sunday, which strikes me as fanciful. Uh, but who knows? As you said in your leftovers piece today, you think there's maybe a little bit too much being made of this because he was not so great last year and he suffered this back injury. I I will zig on that a little bit. Okay. Just in the fact that they that that specific spot has been held down by you know 
below replacement level players, I think, or at least replacement level players. And so even if Tim Jernigan is 80% of what he was last year, I think that is uh, enough to make a difference for this defensive line. You don't think so? Well, MLB Mark tweeted at me and was upset. He said, first four sentences of Shield Kapadius, Tim Jernigan paragraphed, <laughs> seems so unnecessarily negative to me. He's <laughs> a loyal reader. MLB Mark, usually very complimentary, so it got me thinking. Uh, I was just trying to call it like I see it. Maybe it was because I couldn't make the um, media availability yesterday, mm-hmm. so I was following all, following all this um, on social media, and it just seemed like, oh, Tim Jernigan's back, baby. That you know, I felt like it was over the top. This guy, the second half of last year, was not playing any better than yeah. the guys who are playing right now. Oh, first of I all. think you're, I think that's a little unfair. Barely better. The run defense has been fine. These guys aren't getting pancake. That's true. I mean, it's about the pass rush, and all right. He didn't touch the quarterback for like eight <laughs> weeks. I mean, I'm sorry. I guess you're right. I'll I mean, go back and look fair. at the numbers. I remember having these conversations every week where we're like, is yeah. this guy injured? What, what, right what's, after the contract. what's happened to this guy? Um, and I, I, we did think it was injury related. And so you have that. So let's say, you know, you sell me on. He's going to be um, the guy he was the second half of last year. That's like best case scenario. Right. Right. Um, then, okay. I see that as a little bit of an upgrade. At least it's a... You know, maybe there's some upside there. Fine. I don't think it's a difference-making thing. But let's look at what's happened since then. I mean, the guy had a mysterious neck injury, which no one knows how he suffered it, to the point where he had to accept this, like, absurd pay cut from the Eagles where he wasn't even Mm -hmm. like, well, no, that's BS. I'm going to go, you know. He had the opportunity to say, no way, I'm going to go see what the market's like and see if anyone else will sign me. He did not do that. He was just like, all right, this is bad. I'm not going to be able to play for a while. Takes the pay cut. Uh, has not practiced at all until two days ago. And then this is the guy who's going to save your defense the second half of the season? Oh, I mean, I don't think he's saving anything. I mean, I just um, I feel like anything you get from him is a bonus. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. I When he was good last the first half of last year, very fun to watch. Like, I mean, he was just, you know. Yeah, I remember there were a couple times he tackled the guy with one hand, yeah, one arm. Yeah, yeah he, he is a very fun player. Uh, seems like a nice guy. I have nothing against him personally. Seems like a good teammate, all that. An uh, infectious smile that lights up the room, Jim Schwartz said. Shit, yeah. Not the, he, he didn't say the light up the room part, but I he did, did say infectious smile. smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing quote. <laughs> uh, so I hope the best for him if he can, if he can make an impact that's great. Just if I'm looking at this objectively, I'm saying anything you get from the guy uh, is a bonus. I think that's probably true. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we're basically on the same page. Maybe, maybe you just uh, read more positive things than I did. I mean, they are. They're doing okay. Although, I also think they're, um, how well they're defending the run is overstated. You think so? What are they in DVOA? I think their DVOA is not nearly as good as their... Uh, your sort of yards per carry mark. Let me ch- let me check this. Okay, there there are different metrics. There's this success rate, mm-hmm. which is a uh, pretty good one. I, I don't know. I feel like they're around the top ten for uh, in most of these, but I certainly could be wrong. Bo is pulling it up right now. So for those who are just you know getting the news here, even though Bo acts where do you like think, it, where do you think they rank? What's your guess? In run defense. Run defense according to DVOA. Ten. 23rd. Is that right? No, that can't be right. That's what I'm looking at. Is it? 
defense. It has him 12th against the pass and 23rd against the run. Oh. I don't know. All right. <laughs> now, now, part of that is they've given up yards to quarterbacks. Correct. Which Jim Schwartz was talking about yesterday. Yeah. But that doesn't seem like enough to swing that that much. That's interesting. That's interesting. That might be worth a post. Analyzing that a little bit, it hasn't felt like they've been getting gashed by the run. Ryan Sasaki just wrote a whole post about how good they're doing against the run for us. Maybe the Barkley, the big Barkley runs are weighing that a little bit. A couple big long runs. Okay. But yeah. All right. So you all right? Well then, all right. I can buy your argument that at least I'll give him a little boost against the run, maybe, perhaps when he plays, which we don't know when it will be. Yeah. All right. All right. Are we done with Jernigan? Done with Jernigan. We move on to corner. The secondary. Who's playing? Who's playing this week? I think that's big. I think Mills is going to play. You think so? And I'll tell you why. Oh, all right, because I'm I got a conflicting side oh, today. I, so I didn't. Talk, I didn't talk to Unlin or okay. Hawk today. Did you? you uh, I, mean, I, I know did. That, I know that you did. Yeah. So you heard something from them that indicated that he. Well, I asked a question about Rasul Douglas, and he started answering it, and then he's like, oh, "We'll see now that he's he's got to be up." I mean, maybe. I mean, we don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh uh, well, then I bet he will. But I don't know. My guess was going to be that he wasn't going to miss time because he was because he went to the LSU game. So I thought that meant that he didn't have to be here for uh, oh, give me a break for rehab. What would it take for those for a Camus? Camus was telling me yesterday they had to cancel his travel plans. Oh, did he? Because of his thumb, he had to stay here. <laughs> his thumb. He had a thumb surgery. Oh well, he had to have surgery. But then he had to do like what? I don't thumb know. rehab? <laughs> Get the hell out of here! He's playing, he's playing too much uh, Fortnite, I guess. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so he had surgery on his thumb, but he's going to play. Ken Flajol said all gonna, the backers oh, he's are ready. Play. He's going to he's going to cast it. Gary Camus, he said they're all ready to go. Did you see that? Did you see that Gary video no, from my call? Gary video. The the well, I guess you didn't read the. Well, I read your call. Yeah. I usually I he's, generally don't click on videos. his injury. His, his, the injury. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I did click on the special teams off. play. Yeah. yeah, no, I did. That click was on tough. That. He okay. showed it to me actually. All right. Um, so we'll see with Jalen Mills. We don't know. I, I mean, I thought Unlin's indication. Well, was I, I, if, if Unlin was giving that indication, I'm sure that that's right. I may be overreading it. So we'll see what happens there. But you know, Sidney Jones. We don't know if he's going to be back, right? Yeah. They signed your boy. What's his name? Cravon LeBlanc. What do you know about this guy? I know that you he, generally dig on these new. I additions. know that he has the same last name as Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Of course, who played Joey from Friends. Sure. And uh, was in the movie Ed. Okay. Played baseball I think he's got a sitcom out now still. Does he still? Yeah. I think so on the air. Um, I know that he was in Chicago and got there when Douglas was there. So that's Matt the, or Cravon? Either. Is that it, Cravon? I think it's Cravon. Cravon, okay. Uh, and then he got cut by the Lions. Okay. I, don't, I, I have not done much yeah, Well, Corey Unlin did Cravon. sort of reference how... Um, Someone asked about him, and Unlin's like, I'll tell you after he gets here. Right. So like, he hasn't even met the guy. I mean, it's Tuesday. I mean, Dexter McDougal is not on the team. He gets signed. <laughs> he plays 85% of the snaps for two games, yeah. and then he gets cut. Yeah. What a life. I mean, the fact that they didn't just plug and play a big bounce. <laughs> Your boy. Is unbelievable. Back on the practice squad. Well, Congratulations. Let's show him a little respect and get him on the roster. So, I mean, LeBlanc. LeBlanc. So who is going to be the TNN? It could be LeBlanc if Jones can't play. I mean, I presume it will be, right? Yeah, if Jones can't play, 
on Sunday. It's I, I mean, Unlin did say LeBlanc has uh, sort of experience playing nickel. Hmm. So I guess that, I mean, it seems like that's why they signed him, right? So we'll see. They're not moving Maddox from safety. They're just like, I mean, put him in the ring of honor. They love him. I have never seen coaches like gush about a player like this. Were they still doing it again today? I even asked Tim Halcom, like, why are you all gushing about him so much? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) And? He was just like, the guy does like everything you ask him to do and he doesn't (laughs) complain. And uh, Tim Halcom said it's been fun for him because... He was indicating that with Malcolm Jenkins and Rodney McLeod, he didn't really need to coach. No. He wasn't doing anything. So he's like, it's been fun to have a young developmental player who I can kind of work with uh, a little bit more. But yeah, Unlin raving about him. So that's still happening. Did you watch Friends? Back in the day, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably saw most of the episodes, but not like... I quit on it Because that's some how point. like life worked. In those days, it was Thursday was night. Mean? You watched the game. You, oh, watched, yeah. you watched Friends. Okay. Like I thought, you were making some like, like grand statement fan. or something. No. Like how would culturally. you rank? How would you rank the six actors and actresses? Friends. On Friends. Yeah. Gosh. Not the characters. The 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 skill level of the actors and actresses. Gosh. I like have no idea. Do you feel strongly about this? No, I don't feel strongly. I think I would go... Listen, Schwimmer was fantastic in the OJ thing last year. Oh, was he? I uh, heard that. You didn't watch that? I didn't watch it. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it was the best thing I watched last really? year. Really? The yeah. best thing you watched last uh, 100%. year? 100%. Wow. Travolta was good? No, Travolta was like a joke in it, but I loved him. <laughs> he was getting crushed. I I enjoyed every second of okay. it. Okay. I, I, I was going to say I'd put Schwimmer last. I think he's sixth. You haven't seen him play Bob Kardashian. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Schwimmer sixth. I feel like Courtney Cox is probably one, right? You think she's one? Yeah, she's I was talented. thinking I might just put her down at five. Five, okay. But uh, I wasn't. I wasn't ready to commit to that yet. I think I'd probably go. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go off the board here. Kudra? I'm going Kudra one. Yeah, Romy and what was it? Romy and Michelle. Romy and Michelle Sasko. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Give me Kudra one, Aniston two. Yeah, I think it's all, I think all the women were better than the men. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. As as in life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go Cox three. I'm gonna say LeBlanc four just because he had more heavy lifting to do and and you know. Chandler's just Where did he have more heavy lifting to do? He's Chandler's like playing the normal guy. Like Perry's playing the normal guy. LeBlanc's playing the doofus. Yeah, but the doofuses can be hard to play. My God, give me a break. What has Perry done? That I was just thinking that. Has he, where has he been? <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. Um, on the coaches, I have a, I have a surprise for you. Uh oh, he's pulling out his phone. Thanks. I have one weird one for you. For Shield. Yeah. He's, he's been beating the drum. How come, uh, you know, it's always so nerve-wracking when there's a short punt. Why don't you do an on-purpose short punt and hope that it sort of hits a defender? Is that something that's ever crossed your mind? Okay. Uh, oh, you're saying like so, a So, like, you know, like a fire drill. Right. Because that's always so nerve-wracking as a fan, right? You're like, oh, don't touch it. Like, yeah, don't. Stay away. I don't Maybe know if, if there was uh, a specific... Maybe if it was like more of a plus 50, it was a shorter field anyway. Yeah. 
So teams do some stuff on the plus 50. Um, Jacksonville, actually, their guy, he hits You can see it in our last game. He hits kind of the side of the ball, and it spins, like, sideways. Okay. And so that's the one that DeAndre... Oh, so you're hoping to get a weird... Right. Yeah, um, let it kick out. But... Uh, so, I don't know. I, I would say in general, like, if you have a punter who's got great directional control, right. he can really push the ball out there on top of the gunner and the jammer right. on that side of okay. the field. And I would say, like, if you're just playing percentages, you're going to help yourself create a turnover or take away at some point right. in that season okay. the next one at, at a greater rate than... Team that okay. Do that. So you wouldn't do like a, sh- a short one, but to, but it does make sense to, to push it towards the guy. That okay, far, that makes sense. But though. I would say in general, if you were just saying like, yeah, push the ball out there right. wider, that's going to help you and that's okay. going to increase your odds of getting that takeaway. Like that. And that would be a smart thing to do right. if your guy can do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. At the end of the day, I think the first thing is trying to get a good net. Right. You know what I mean? There you go. They're 100% doing the short punt this week. He had never thought of it before. He loved it. He didn't want to show his hand. Yeah, you think so? Oh, it's great. Thank you for that. You're welcome. How confused was he? It seemed like no, he was, he was in. He was, oh, in, he was on in on it. Okay. So did you? But did you see, see what he was saying? Not so, really. So they, he, Cameron Johnson is not at the level of uh, a great directional punter. But he was saying if you have a guy who's like that, then it makes sense to be pushing it towards the sideline because then you can get it on the gunner, and the chances are over the course of a season you might get one or two turnovers. It's a similar idea. Yeah. He's in on the idea, but he said the most important thing is getting the net, getting the net up. 100%. Sunday night football. Everyone will be talking about this Monday morning. <laughs> that clip will go viral. It's, it's, uh, it's all in the carts. All right. Good job. You're welcome. Okay. I was asking about trick plays too, but there you go. All right. <clears throat> what else did Unlin have to say? You know, he was talking about uh, the cornerbacks playing the different sides, which your quote from Darby, that was pretty interesting yeah. in your piece. That's his home. He said he likes playing. He basically was indicating yeah, he prefers to be on that side. prefers to be on the left side, but he doesn't play the left side. Uh, instead, although he did, and then Rasul came in. So, um, you know, Unlin basically had just said Douglas has been backing up Darby, and so he's been practicing on the right side. And so that's why he went out there, but he was indicating that. It's funny how every every question about the defensive back versatility, one of the coaches finds a way to throw Rasul Douglas under the bus. Like, oh, no, he, well, that's the side he's been practicing. No, on, no, so. he, he wasn't doing that at all. Yeah. And, I disagree. He, no, no, he was saying that's where Rasul was playing, so we played him there. Yeah, but wait, he, can't play, he can't play the other side? He said he can. He said he absolutely can. Unlin starts out every answer with, I'll say this, or I'll tell you this. Mm. And then he goes, um, so we'll see. I, I would imagine that if it's Darby and Douglas, Darby will play left corner, and uh, yeah. Douglas will play right corner this weekend. Sunday night. I think that's probably right. Okay. Nothing else really that interesting. Nothing from... Press Taylor? I'm trying to think. No, Talk I, to Deuce. Okay. Oh, Deuce this, is, this is one of the things I was going to say. When you're talking about everybody was going crazy for Tim Jernigan, what is this like everybody is going wild for Josh Adams now? 
It's like Jimmy and I were laughing about this at the press conference yesterday. Like, if his if his butt doesn't hit the ground like a second later <laughs> or earlier, everybody's talking about how, how he's the goat, and now everybody's like, "Oh, Josh Adams has emerged as like the new uh, leader of the running back." Well, back. he ran the ball better than everybody else, sort of in he a was very fine. small sample size production. He doesn't of, pass the eye test. Of the four running backs, where do you think Josh Adams is going to rank in carries for the rest of the season? Give me the ranking. Who's the fourth? Sproles? Yeah. Oh, boy. I think Adams is going to finish fourth. You think so? Do you have information about when Sproles is coming back? I think he's supposed to be back soon. Uh, I will say... I could see him as high as second. Okay. Behind? I don't know. I guess Smallwood. You think Smallwood will be one? Honestly, I'm, I have, I'm having Smallwood. a lot of trouble answering this question. <laughs> I have no idea. Do you have, do you have a strong opinion? Uh, what did Deuce say? Did he give any insight about what he's he doing with he these guys? He said he considers Corey Clement a star. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I asked him, well, the question I asked him was, he was so good in pass protection last year. Why isn't he playing as much on third down? And he's like, oh, well, you know, he's still good at pass protection. But, you know, it's a, it's a confidence thing, coming, bringing him back from the injury. Like, all right. So he's not healthy. Yeah. All right. Well, then that's a, he's, that's, that makes sense. That answers all these questions. The guy's not healthy. Yeah, but if, he, if he's going to be able to carry the ball a couple times, he, can he, barely, can't, he barely carries it. He can't sit in the backfield and block well, a guy? True. I would rather him not carry it at all and, and just, just play third down and block guys. I totally agree. He'd be much more valuable. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm going to go over with Jeff Schwartz later today, all their sacks from the last two games. And so I was looking at these, and I feel like the backs are responsible for like half of them. Yeah, that makes sense. So... um Look for that on theathletic.com slash Philly. I think I would go Clement 1. Really? I so, guess. Well, why? What I do you, don't know. I, maybe he's bye healthier. Week, the bye get, week. Get some healthier. Okay. It was his birthday. Mm. I saw on Instagram. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think Sproles is going to play. Whenever he gets back, if he can stay healthy, which who knows if he can, I think he's going to play a lot. I think they're just going to give him like 20 carries. <laughs> I mean, I think he's going to be on the field 50% of the time. Well, you know what? He's got to be out there every third down. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. Who knows? But this, like, it's just funny to watch the, the machine work where it's like everybody's talking about Josh Adams. I don't think that one's that crazy, to be honest. Uh, I think The it's running wild. backs have stunk, and the guy showed some flashes in a game. Well, that's reasonable to ask about him. To ask about him, yeah. But yeah. it's like everybody's, everybody's coming in hot with okay. these Josh Adams. Listen, questions. you got to come in hot in this business. I guess. Okay. Uh, I was also asking Deuce about, like, you know, it was a big story, the assistant head coach stuff when it happened, but, like, what has actually Mm, tangibly been different um, about his season this year. He said he's in charge of the uh, rookie development. They do, like, rookie meetings. Oh, nice nugget. And he, like, Doug gave him that responsibility. He runs, he's, like, Doug's not even there. He's, like, that's a Deuce thing. So that's kind of cool. Seems like a great role for him also, I feel like. Yeah. Okay, so it's a good nugget. There you go. I would like to. Uh, I might like to read a story on that. Yeah, I would maybe talk to some rookies. That's a good idea. Yeah. You're any reporters listening? Stay away. <laughs> I don't think any reporters listen. <laughs> I think Daniel Gallon listens. Okay, that's true. 
Daniel said, Daniel, Daniel if you write this story, I'm coming after you. I can't wait till the link comes across my Twitter from him. <laughs> <laughs> it gets linked everywhere. Yeah. Like Peter King's like uh, retweeting. Yeah. Great story. Uh. <laughs> I asked Press Taylor about um, when Wentz has an ending like uh, he did in that Panthers game. What's he like sort of the next day? The... And it, it was sort of just a standard answer. I was hoping for a little bit more color. Oh, well, thanks for passing it along then. <laughs> oh, no, you know, what he, you know what he said? I like this one. I'm going to incorporate this into the <clears throat> Kapati household. Standards over feelings. Okay. So when they're reviewing stuff, he's saying, if I'm screwing up, I want them to tell me. If they're screwing up, I'm going to tell them. We have a standard we play to. We, we heard another coach say it. We adopted it. Standards over feelings. You think that's going to work with the... Uh... Oh, yeah. Taking that home. girls. I'm taking that home tonight. <laughs> Getting a sign made. Standards over feelings. I'm gonna okay. say that to you often. Yeah, I mean that seems more appropriate. Okay. I'm using it everywhere. I like it. Okay. Uh, one week later, how do you feel about the Golden Tate deal? Anything? Anything change your mind at all? Uh, no, I feel like I feel the same. I feel like you would be the one who might change your tune a little bit. I mean, I will allow well, okay. that. I, I will allow so. that. The uh, I certainly didn't foresee Washington losing both of their starting guards. See, I knew in that one was game. Going. I know. I know. I, credit where due. You knew. You <laughs> saw that coming. Uh, I mean, certainly the Eagles are in better position now than they were a week ago. I wonder if Golden and I asked Taylor about this too. This is a bit of a stretch, but maybe it can help a little bit with the sacks that Carson Wentz takes. Because if you watch Golden Tate's film, you know, he's running so many of these routes. You had a good number in your... Uh, it's crazy. It's so short, right? It's crazy. Yeah, like yeah, with he's six, like, seven, eight yards average. His, well, his air yards per catch yeah. is... I can pull it up, but it's okay. something like, you know, 102nd out of 106 receivers over the last okay. two years. Yeah. Like, so he's getting crazy. open fast is the bottom line. And when the ball gets to him, it's getting there quickly. Well, but it goes to the idea, like, you know, the, the idea that maybe you can move him to the outside and he can, just because that's not how he's been used, he can do that. I'm not so sure. I mean, he's good. Could it, just, a, could it just be that Nelson, they don't think Nelson Aguilar is playing well and they're like, we're just upgrading him? I mean, that's possible. Okay. I, he it's it, when you look at their numbers as I put in the piece like their numbers they're the same type of player Tate's just better yes. at everything but I mean I we have been wondering why they don't put give Aguilar a shot on the outside more it seems to me like it would make just as much sense to keep Tate in the slot and move Aguilar outside I was thinking that when I watched um, for the piece I did and looking at all his targets this year I'm like on third down Tate has to be in the slot mm. like he does you know little option routes and the setting up the cornerback uh, and getting open quickly. I mean, all those things you want, I feel like, from your prototypical slot receiver. I think he does so much better than Aguilar. On, like, third and six, <clears throat> Tate's got to be in the slot. And so uh, it'll, be fun. it'll be fun to track this weekend, but that was sort of my initial impression. So that's right. Uh, it, it- because I have it split up into their inside routes and their outside routes. And when Tate has been on the outside, he is 102nd out of 106 in uh, air yards per target. He's getting the ball about six yards downfield on the outside. 
So whereas Nelson, when he is out there, is uh, a little bit further down the field. Okay. Ted Wynn with the Great All Twenty Two breakdown on Great uh, All Twenty Two. Check that out on Tate on uh, the Athletic. I thought he made a good point that like the stuff Tate does well, he doesn't need to know the whole playbook for. Right. You know, like it, this shouldn't be a difficult player to sort of ease in with a package of. Plays. Now, Gro did say something yesterday where he was like, you know, it's going to be a work in progress. He he did sort of said spoon it. feed him, but don't spoon feed him. Or then something, he said something right? else, where sort of sort of as an aside, where it seemed like he okay. was trying to temper expectations. <clears throat> but I mean, again. They've got the guy for eight games. I think. He, I mean, Amari Cooper played eighty-five uh, percent yeah. of the snaps, and yeah, but they gave up a first, so you know, <laughs> they had to play him more. <laughs> and and the coach, and the, and that's a, a situation where the coach is doing everything he can to make the owner happy. So once the owner made that trade, he had no choice but to put him on the field. I mean, you'll you'll do your numbers later in the week, but I will set the over under at percentage of Tate snaps at. We have a getting a burden edgewise from Songbird Rescue Cat. 40 yards and half a touchdown for Golden Tate over or under for Sunday. Well, how do you do that? He's given me two variables. Like what if I have 37 yards and a touchdown? You said do them both. Oh, okay. Two separately. Okay. 40 yards? I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the under on touchdowns. Well, he kind of owns like, the Cowboys. The he owns the Cowboys okay. a little bit. Well, I'll take the over on both. Okay. This is my brand now that I had to take that yeah, side I mean, last he's, week. He's so, yours, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. going to say uh, one yard. <laughs> <laughs> I think he will have more than 40 yards. All right. That's going to, that'll be, yeah, that's the biggest storyline Sunday, right? Is how does this guy. Maybe not Well, I mean, biggest, aside from but, Josh Adams running well, yeah. the ball 45 times. And Tim Jernigan's three sacks. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Are we done on the Eagles? Tate, the secondary. Mm. What about uh, you? What about your little? You had a little nugget about Lane Johnson in there. I saw oh yeah, out. Jeff Stoutland. Now he did this. The last time we talked to Stoutland was right after Jason Peters tore his bicep, and the questions were sort of similar as they were to Lane Johnson. And he was like, "Oh, Jason's going to play on Sunday." Like, and did he play? Like, I forgot. And he played. He played. He right? hasn't missed yeah, a game all he year. Did He's play. Just yeah, only played, that's what like, I thought. Okay. Uh, now, he was a little bit more tepid with Lane Johnson, but he said, like, you know, you're, I don't know why you're counting Lane out. Like, everything I know mm. about him, he's going to do everything he can to, to be out there on okay. Sunday. So, now, that was a nasty. Did, did you watch a replay of that one? I didn't one? see that one. Uh, so that was on the... Because it was on the return, right? The fumble return. It was return. on the Wentz sack fumble, and uh, Lane Johnson is getting bull rushed back. And then Wentz is getting sacked. I think Wentz is the one who, like, basically ran into the back of Johnson's knee. And, you know, like, like some players, you're used to them sort of getting up slowly. Or, like, I don't remember Lane Johnson ever, you know, he doesn't, that doesn't happen to him. And to see his reaction after that, you're just like, oh, my gosh, that must have been so painful. And then on the same play, of course, as you pointed out, that night, Peters. Right. Uh, it suffers the head injury right, and plays another return. series. And when says and this like crazy tackle, like what a weird play that was. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things happening there. So we will see. That is a um, you know that's an interesting injury because Demarcus Lawrence, the Cowboys' best pass rusher, six and a half sacks, left defensive end. Uh, him versus Vitae, like that immediately becomes your number one concern going into that game, or even I guess against a you know. 
65% Lane Johnson would be a big concern anyway. So right. they're going to have to come up with a game plan for him. That's All right. true. All right. So I think that's uh, yeah. rest of no Anything other. else from the, uh, either of our pieces <coughs> this week <coughs> that we should talk about? Well. Back on, back on my cough. Yeah, game. let's just cough for a few. Uh, no, I wrote 10, 10 thoughts on the Eagles-Cowboys <clears throat> matchup, which we'll probably get to throughout the course of the week. Oh, I know what was one on yours. So so Bo wrote a nice uh, roster reset of all 53 players. Uh, go read that. Go subscribe. But the one that I thought was interesting was Nigel Bradham, where you were pointing his out his production. Uh, isn't yeah. that different? It's not it that feels different. different. It feels much different. I asked Flajol about him. I asked him this very question, basically. Okay. How is he playing compared to last year? He hemmed and hawed a little bit, so I don't know if there was something there where he thought about saying... It certainly seems like he, I mean... But then he was like, oh, no. He was like, well, he was asked a lot to do a lot more last year. Like, all right, so should he he be better this year? Right, exactly. Was he better equipped for that role? That might have some long-term implications. That's possible. Uh, But, yeah, it just feels like he's been less impactful this year, but your number suggested, I mean, 85 tackles last year, 42 this year. And he's played, he's what, played one seven last, games. Yeah. Seven games. So on pace he for more tackles. He did games last year. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the playmaking, more sacks. He's got two sacks. I guess he's got fewer. He's on pace for fewer pass breakups, fewer tackles for loss. So there are little sprinkles of it, but it's not as dramatic as I would have suspected. Uh, two two th- quick things. One, I've I been watching a few of the – the coverage snaps, the special teams coverage snaps, because, you know, I'm like, looking, what am I going to write about Trey Sullivan? And he's got four tackles. Like, mm. let me look at his four tackles. I thought you were just watching 18 hours of film. Um, that's that's right after I block 700-pound man. Uh, Camus is unbelievable. He's really good. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. He's, like, every Trey Sullivan tackle is like, Camus got there first. Oh. He, yeah, he's really good. Okay. Uh, and and Fip uh, echoed that. Oh. He said he was a little worried that heading into the season, if, you know, the fact that he was going to have a defensive role might mean he was going to get taken away from mm. special teams a little bit, but he's been able, to, been able to play. I feel like you've got little seeds for some interesting stories. You think so? You think, you think these are worth stories? I think I would. Special teams is something I don't understand at all. <laughs> I have no idea what goes on. Have, I would ask them about Lovato. <laughs> I asked them, how's Rick Lovato, like, how's Rick Lovato doing? You like, he's, got, he's, he's like, he's doing a lot better. Like, he's gotten a lot better. Like, how, how, what has he done better? He's like, well, accuracy, uh, <laughs> like, especially on field goals. Uh, he's do better in coverage, and he's made a couple tackles. Like, okay, beats uh, me. I would absolutely uh, like to learn something <clears throat> about why Kumu is a, uh, he seems like kind of an interesting guy. Yeah. There could be some color there, I feel. Yeah. Huh. The other thing is, I did you think this Wentz thing was interesting? The uh, that, that area, the 10 to 20 yards area, he's the only quarterback who's above average in all three zones over the last two seasons. I, I, I thought it was interesting because it's, I mean, just it, it matches the eye test, right? That like... It seems like that's where he's great. Yeah, they're not throwing a lot of bombs. Right. But the explosive plays, if you look at just the 20 pluses, they're on pace, I think, for more than last year or similar. So, um, yeah, no, that does make sense. I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay. That's all I got. Very good. All right. Transition to the uh, league, league wide. How, how much football did you get to watch with the with the little guy? Well, not as not quite as much, okay. although um, a good um, enough. Okay. 
It's a nice Sunday to uh, yeah have a bye week. It was a nice Sunday to have a bye week, and it was a good schedule because when there's so many games going on, I don't want to watch Red Zone, so it was nice to watch most of the Washington-Atlanta game okay, and then watch most of the uh, Saints-Rams game and then the Packers game and then watching those Roberto Garbaggio Dallas Cowboys last night. Okay. All right, so I've got a very sim- – it's a very simple game. Okay. I guess it's a wood – Woodpecker you rather? How did Gilio say it? Uh, he said, like, woodpecker, would, would rather you, you pack. He said, woodpecker, would you rather? Woodpecker, would you rather? I'm, I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> okay. So this is very simple. There are a lot of bunch teams in the NFC, right? There really are. So you've got the Saints who are 7-1. and one. You've got the Rams at 8-1. and one. Well, you, do, do you also want me to do my uh, top five power rankings, which you asked about? Yeah, not Isn't right this, now, though. Okay. Let, let's do the game, and right, then we'll do right, leftover right. thoughts and your power rankings. Okay. And we're going to do playoff predictions, yes. right, at the halfway point, which I've done no preparation for. Okay. So you've got the Panthers. If you want to throw them in there at 6-2, and two, you know, it's not a, a huge difference. And then all these teams are 5-3, uh, and 4-4, four and four, or 3-5. and five. So all Well, it's crazy when I, fill out the, when I fill out the ballot. Yeah. You know, we do the power rankings for the athletic, and, you know, you do 1-32. to 32, And I do, like, I get, like, to 9. Yeah. And like okay, these teams are okay, and then I go to the bottom and I do the bottom like five teams, and then everybody else is like the exact same. Yeah, yeah. So you've got Washington like ten through twenty-five: the Eagles, Cowboys, Bears, Vikings, Packers, Lions, Falcons, Bucks, Seahawks. All those teams are between five and three wins, so okay. separated by two games. So it's a very simple exercise. It's it's you are a fan of of one of these teams. Or you are an Eagles fan. Okay. Would you rather stay an Eagles fan the rest of the way, or would you rather switch places with one of these teams? With any of those teams? No, I'm going to go one by one. Oh. So it'll give us a chance to talk about the landscape now, of the NFC. Oh, okay. I Just like for that. this year. The remainder of the year. Okay. Who so would you rather we be? We are throwing aside like personal uh, loyalty. Yeah. Just that whole... I don't want to be, no, no. be a Johnny come lately. What do you mean? I don't want to just be jumping, jumping ship to different teams. No, no. That whole organization will move here and will be stationed at the Novacare Complex and will be the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe not the whole organization. I is, don't... It like a, is it like a men in black brainwipe thing? Because I don't want the memory of having consciously switched teams. I don't want to be a turncoat. You won't know. Okay. You'll wake up tomorrow. Okay. And perhaps Matt Ryan will be uh, okay, at important. the podium. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's start in the uh, just the NFC East, the the Philadelphia Eagles or Washington, who has, as you mentioned, I mean, really a <laughs> devastating Sunday for them. Yes, they lose both starting guards. They lose Paul Richardson. Uh, you know their defense, which I kind of believed in going into that game. I mean, they couldn't do anything. They were powerless against the Falcons. So they're five and three. They have a much easier schedule than the Eagles the rest of the way. Um, but who is uh, who do you think is better set up the rest of the way? I'm, taking, I'm taking the Eagles. I think so too. No question. Now, would you have said that without the in- injuries, or let's say, let's say if Washington had like a uh, you know a 24-21 loss to the Falcons at home and stayed healthy and stayed healthy? Yeah. Did you feel differently? I guess is the question on on Friday than you do now. Significantly. Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, I th- now. I thought they were going to lose that game to Atlanta. Okay. But I didn't think they were. Obviously, I didn't foresee the injuries. Okay. And they got 
you know, donkey whomped. Yeah. I I mean, one game difference, two games to play against each other still. You've got one team has a elite quarterback and one team has a uh, dink and dunker. I, yeah. I just, that's the difference. Eagles now having sat out the weekend, plus 22 point differential best in the <laughs> NFC East. Washington <laughs> is minus 12. Your Giants are minus 55 and the Cowboys are plus three. Uh, I would okay. agree with you. And I think, that, uh, yeah. I think that's an obvious one now. I mean, yeah. My God, like, boy, what a disaster it would be for the Eagles yeah. to... It's too, bad, it's too bad it didn't happen a week sooner. They could have traded for Chance Warmack. That's true. The Eagles could have traded for Haha Clinton Dix. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to the NFC North. Would you rather pack the Eagles <laughs> <laughs> or the Chicago Bears? So I, you were kind of bullish on them going into the season, right? Was I? Were you not? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I, okay. I think I was uh, <laughs> bullish on the idea of them and not so sure that they would be able to execute. We didn't know Trubisky, idea. yeah. yeah. The and Bears, I still don't think that he's very good. Five and three plus 82 point differential. Yeah, I mean, they've had a couple nice when blowouts. When you play the Bills. And, but yeah, they, yeah. they played the Bills and the Jets. Well, still, they went into you know, Buffalo and went 41. Was it 41 Circle the wagons around the Buffalo Bills. No. I would still rather be the Eagles. Okay. For this season, yeah. Did because that did that one make you think harder or less hard than harder. Washington? Okay. All right. uh, yeah, I would rather be Chicago than Washington. Okay. Yeah, I mean you got you got a fun defense. Yeah. Interesting offense. But no ceiling. Yeah. With with with, with either Trubisky, team. I feel. Yeah. You know, it's like with uh, either team. Yeah. So I, I think that is a Easy one. Having said that, I mean Bears legit shot to be in the uh, in the postseason here at five and three. Defense is good. You know they do some interesting things on offense, but in the end, you don't believe in the quarterback. All right, here's I think here's the hardest one so far. Right? Would you rather pack? Would you rather pack the Eagles or the Minnesota Vikings? Mm. Now your boy, who didn't have a big game, but they still. Handled the Lions. Yeah, we did some real we did some real uh, cousinsing last night. We watched a few episodes of The Office. Okay. Um, Cousins cost me a fantasy win. I will say. Hmm. Remind me to get to something after this. Okay. Um, tell me, do I like? Do I become like? Do I? I don't. You don't have to room to, with Kirk Cousins. I don't relocate to Minnesota. No, they come here. They're your team. Do I become a stereotypical Vikings fan? Do I like? Do I like brag about how nice I am? No, uh, you maintain your identity. Okay. I like I like Minnesota. By the way, so do I. Okay. We had a great time there. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Stuck in my hotel room the whole week, yeah. but <laughs> other times I've got been fine. So you've got a, a defense that is uh, showing up. They had, what, 10 sacks against the Lions? Coming on a little bit. Got your boy Kirk Cousins. Thielen playing injured. Diggs didn't play, but went healthy. Dynamic wide receivers. Not a great offensive line. I think you touched on it before. Zimmer Filippo is a, you know. I think the, I think the Vikings are more likely to make the playoffs than the Eagles are. Okay. But I I do think that the Eagles have a higher ceiling. Mm. And so I would take the Eagles. Interesting. I'm on the fence Just about Just because of the quarterback. Okay. 
I, I, Minnesota is a is a certainly a better team right now. I'm trying to pull up. Uh, did DVOE get updated yet this week or no? I'm trying to find no uh, through no. week eight. Yeah, no. Okay. All right. So going into that game, not impressive numbers by the Vikings. No, they were 18. They're five, three, and one. I think I might take the Vikings. I I, I can see that. Uh, the reason for that being, I feel you're like, a big fan of Sinbad's work. I'm a big fan of Sinbad's work, and maybe they have more ways to win games than the Eagles. I definitely think that that's true. You know, their defense can get you ten sacks on a given day. Maybe they'll scheme some things up, get some guys healthy, win that way. Uh, offensively, you know, I believe in DeFilippo, your boy. Mm-hmm. You've got great wide receivers where if things aren't working, you throw them up to those guys. Yep. can make plays. There's one thing Kirk Cousins can do. It's throw up. You can compensate for a uh, bad offensive line. They get rid of the ball quickly, move to that style of offense. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Vikings there. Okay. I'm going to get crushed for this, aren't I? I hope so. You deserve okay. to get crushed. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's a good one. This team... I mean, I'll get to my thoughts on them in a moment. But the Green Bay Packers, 3-4-1. Mm. Now, this is a tough one because based on your comment so far, you would probably lean towards a Aaron Rodgers-type player with the upside. So I'm interested to hear what you say. Well, I'll tell you what. I did I, the, the singular piece of prep I did for looking at our playoff uh, predictions yeah. was look at the Packers' second-half <laughs> schedule. How is it? It is pretty easy. It is easy, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so they're going to be in for a ride, I think. Okay. You think they can go on a run, you mean? Yes. Okay. Uh, they're still, you know, probably unlikely to make the playoffs at this point, but uh, I would think about it. Okay. I would think about it. I would pecker... <laughs> Easily my best, the best game I've done so far, isn't it? Well, I mean, low, low bar. Yeah. You had a good, you had one, of, one of your games was good. No, this one's good. He's really struggling. This takes me back to our preseason predictions where you were in here like sweating mm-hmm. over whether like the Bears are going to win over seven games. <laughs> like, <clears throat> it means something to him now. He's a football guy. He knows ball. He talks ball, lives ball. Uh, so here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. Okay, I want to pick the Packers. Okay. I want to say that I, because there's only so many Aaron Rodgers seasons left. Yeah, you want to drink in that fine wine while you still have it. But I mean, to watch to watch Mike McCarthy work for eight games is going to be a, is going to be a slog. There's no question about that. But you're going to get some you're going to get some uh, late season Lambeau weather. Okay, that could be fun. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. Why not? I think the Packers freaking suck. Mm. I mean, watching that game was so frustrating. (laughs) Like, talk about wasting a guy's career. It's unbelievable. What has taken them this long? And is McCarthy even going to be gone after this year? Probably not. He should be. I mean, what kind of offense are they running? Yeah, it's terrible. The guy runs around, makes like five fantastic plays... 
And that's your offense. They scored 17 points against that Garbanzo yeah. Beans Patriots defense. True. They couldn't even stay in the game. Uh, I was kicking myself for my preseason prediction mm-hmm. of thinking Rodgers could overcome McCarthy. I don't think he can. The you defense isn't is, good enough. classic McCarthyism. They traded away their state safety. I mean, I don't see it with them. You're calling e- them communists? I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they're not they could They could get a 16-game season out of Rodgers and not make the yeah. playoffs. Uh, so I'm taking the Eagles over them. At uh, least that's you, the right decision. At least you have, you know, the quarterback-coach combo. It's the right decision. Which, which you have some trust in. Look, there's so many teams. That was my big takeaway watching these games. It's like there are so many teams where you're o- either overcoming the coach or the coach is giving you zero. Every game I watch, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's like, oh, you know, these guys are out there like just, you know, putting their bodies on the line. And then, the you know, and the coach is just coming out and doing something so stupid. <laughs> you're like costing these guys. They have such short careers. Yeah, like, it's true. It would drive me nuts if you were playing for one of these guys. How has Rodgers not just gone to ownership? Why do, you, why do you think Rashad Jones took himself out of the game? <laughs> Good for him. Get my right. second favorite player. <laughs> Behind Devontae Davis, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe four uh, weeks. The from, Eagles are the right decision. Four the weeks from now. Better, the Eagles are in better shape. I mean, the Packers do this a lot, so maybe four weeks from now it'll be a yeah. different story, and we'll say, ah, oh, Rodgers put him on, the, on his back, and they're 7-4-1, the but uh, I can't do it now. I'm not even going to mention the Lions and uh, Mr. Slouchy over there having a great season. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the ball's on him. Saints, I feel like, is probably a no-brainer, yeah, unless no you brainer. want to tell me otherwise. No, no-brainer. No. Okay. Um, they look good now. They look good, but they were at home. Were I'll at tell home. you this. I, didn't, I did not put the Saints ahead of the Rams in my power rankings. No. Okay. So you were impressed at home with game. your boy. Okay. Well, Eagles are going down there in a couple weeks, and I don't know, watching yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Michael that that's like the most I've ever watched of Michael Thomas. Yeah, he's fantastic. And... Uh, Unbelievable. <clears throat> He's very good. It's very good. Camara, Breeze, all that. Their offensive Speaking line of your good. boy. Yeah. What do you got now? I got a, uh, got a message on Instagram. Oh. I don't dabble in that world. Uh, how do I get out of this? <laughs> got a message on Instagram from your boy. McVeigh? No. Oh. Who's my boy? Your boy Lemur sent this along. What? What is it's that? an Instagram ad for Bose headphones of Sean McVay with his frosted tips diagramming some play. It looks like a beautiful mind. That's what exactly what I said yeah. to Lemur. I said it looks like Hollywood remade a beautiful mind and replaced Russell Crowe with a Backstreet Boy yeah, and pretty- added some knockoff Beats product placement. That's pretty good. The guy is uh, he's getting to Hollywood. That's pretty good. He's getting to Hollywood. All right, so uh, what about the Rams? So then you're definitely taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. All right, so what did you uh, did you get to watch that game? Yeah. And so your takeaways were that you weren't blown away by the Saints. I mean, the Saints were very awesome okay. in that okay. game. Yeah. Both of their offenses. Yeah. The the real takeaway is that even when the Eagles are moving the ball, it looks difficult. Agreed. These offenses make things look so easy. Yeah. One play and they can just score. Yeah. Yeah. Guys are running open all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's it, it really feels is, like the degree of difficulty is so much higher for the Eagles. Offense. It also feels like defense doesn't really matter unless you're like elite, right? And even then, it may not. Yeah, I mean, get the ball out. That's really the only thing that matters, right? 
so I wonder, what do you think the Eagles are going to? Are there going to be any significant I also, changes? In, I also Goff is like. He's fine. Yeah, see, I didn't have the same impression as you. I mean, he had the one interception, right? I'm trying to think. He's good. He throws a very pretty deep ball, I'll say that. And he I don't, throws a good... I don't buy you and your cronies with this, like, you uh, he's one soft is, and uh, one read. I think he's one read all the way. He throws a good ball. I don't know. He throws a great ball. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he has uh, the same mental acuity. That a Carson Wentz does. Man, he's got to hate that like those stories about, or maybe he doesn't care. I don't know. Maybe he can't read. I don't know. There are plays where they're not snapping the ball every play at fifteen seconds. I need to see. I need to see a, a further analysis of this this year. Goff's agent should be emailing like some Los Angeles writer, yeah. <laughs> being like, uh, "Actually, it's Wentz. I think Wentz has the same, agent, the same right? agent. Yeah, at least they I, I would like draft. to see some analysis of when they're actually snapping the ball. I mean, in that game, it felt to me like there were plenty of plays where they're snapping it under ten. So, like, yeah, but he still that means he still has the right, information. But then the defense can do something different at that point. Sure. I would agree with you that if I were a Rams fan, I wouldn't. I'd be like, "All right, cool. We got a loss out of the way. I don't feel worse about my team after that." Yeah, you, it was yeah. at New Orleans. Yeah, it's, it's not at like New Orleans. A, yeah. um, okay, interesting. All right, let's see what else we got here. But I, I was wondering. The point I was making is, do you turn to like a? Um, remember that clip of Jim Schwartz in the Super Bowl against the Patriots where he's like, oh, "We're just going to throw the kitchen sink at Brady. If he scores, you'll get the ball back." Right. Do you adopt that on a larger scale against some of these teams? Or are you just like, let's get crazy? Yeah. Rather than the, hey, let's make them you do like methodically. Because uh, even the Sean when, McDermott, you, you make Keenan Clayton a safety for this game and just do something yeah. wild. Bring crazy blitzes yeah. that like the teams never practiced before. Why not? Uh, on weird downs, like break all your tendencies. Yeah, I think that's fun. Because even when these teams are like playing a scheme, line up Haloti Nada in the slot. Yeah. Well, no, there's only, oh, as a slot corner. Because yeah. even when they're playing these schemes where they're like, we're going to methodically make them move the ball down the field, they're still giving up 40-yard passes. <laughs> right. So, like, it doesn't seem to really matter. I don't know. I wonder. And, and Schwartz's comments yesterday about the blitzing being a case of Wembley State. Did, did you buy that? Well, you know what? That combined with what Ken Flajol said today, which was a lot of the blitzes Jordan Hicks had were not called blitzes. It was the old green dogs okay. with the... Uh, with the back stays in and he just blitzes. So right. it doesn't feel like a philosophical change that Schwartz was like, right. let's get after these guys. Right. Um, Where this quarterback is bad, let's get after him. Yeah, so let's get a bigger sample size. On. But I don't know. I mean, they haven't been good generally when they've blitzed, but I feel like at some point they might need to do something. All right. So Saints and Rams, you got over the Eagles. This is a tough one. What about the Panthers? Hmm. Six and two Panthers. Eagles, like, thoroughly had them, outplayed them for three quarters in that game. Yeah, that's the thing, game. is, you know, watching that game, the, the Eagles seemed like the much better team. Yeah. At the same time, the Panthers like wasn't, keep but, playing better, and they like. And they have, yeah, and they, they have handily won games that, you know, you would think could be more difficult. Yes. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I think the, like... I think the Panthers are more likely to get to the second round of the playoffs and the Eagles are more likely to get to the Super Bowl. Really? Why? Why do you say that? You're a Cam guy. I like Cam a lot. Playing some of the best football of his career, probably? Yeah, Statistically? but they, when they made the Super Bowl, their defense was awesome. That's I think true. their defense is not that great. All right, that's uh, fair. I don't think the offense can carry them yeah. to the Super Bowl. They've got my boy, our boy, DJ Moore. 
I think I'd still rather be the Eagles. It feels like they're playing with like eight wide receivers. It's like every series a new guy. I mean, right. they're they're not like the best group in the world, but right. I don't know how many they keep active on the game Eagles, day. But like it's like Eagles oh, running backs. yeah, it's like Curtis Samuel, Funches, uh, DJ Moore, Funches, Torrey Smith, Funchess. Um, I think I would probably take the Panthers. Okay, they just feel like a more complete team to me right now. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's true. So but your your ceiling thing has really gotten to me. North Turner's uh, is he out innovating Doug Peterson this year? Well, I don't know. I mean, Doug Peterson hasn't done much innovating this year. And Turner at least is not. Uh, you know, I was very uh, feels like uh, at least they're run- the Amish are out innovating Doug Peterson this year. <laughs> uh, Turner, to his credit, they haven't run. You know, the old school. They're trying to play to Newton's strengths and. Uh, doing some things offensively. Okay, so I'll take the. Oh, this is a fun one. Maybe the most impressed. Maybe the most impressive team of the weekend. Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons. Now I think they've got a very tough schedule. I believe. I'd rather be the Eagles. Would you? I would. All right, this is going to sound crazy. You're in on the. You're big on the Falcons. You're overreacting. You're going. You're going recency bias. I here. feel like maybe I would rather be the Falcons than the Panthers. At least that doesn't strike me as at insane. least I know I have one thing. You know what? Let's go get in a shootout and see what happens. They can do that. Do you agree with me about Matt Ryan's arm? Not. I mean, I don't. I feel like it's always been kind of like. I this. think it's much loopier. He's so? he's still accurate. He's he. I think he has adjusted to the loss in arm strength and has uh, learned how to throw with more of a loop. I haven't. Julio seen Jones that. is so fun though. Julio Jones, Cal- Calvin Ridley. I mean, mm. you're crushing him, but for this year, I wasn't crushing him. That's not me. It's not you. I'm not the crusher. That's no. That's Noah. Oh, okay. Well, you you're an ageist. Yeah. Okay. He is old. Probably he better be good now. Probably was a bad pick, but for this year, he's pretty fun. Well, it was also like, I believe. The gist was, you know, he's not worth a top ten pick. They took him at like twenty five. Right. So. I mean, they can, against any of these teams in the NFC, uh, I would go into a game feeling like, all right, we can score, score 35. We and might, the running backs are good, even without... You might give up 49, 56, yeah. I and mean, the defense is not good. I think maybe they'll get Deion Jones back. That could help. But at least that seems like the identity that plays better in 2018, where Eagles could get there in a month. Might be saying the same thing about them. Right now, I'm not. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go, would you rather peck the Falcons? Okay. Over the Eagles. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they're both 4-4, four and four, and one offense is playing yeah, but the they charts. have to. Yeah, but they have to pass two teams. Okay. I mean, not to... I guess they don't have to well, win the division. that's true. All right. But they're in third place in their Wild division. card versus... Uh, all right. So they're... The Eagles could... When the, if they get in the playoffs, we'll be looking at a home game in round one. Correct. Falcons will be going on the road. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Enough to move the needle. Wait, no, but is that is that how it goes, or is it that the uh, d- does the team adopt the Eagles' record? I was talking more about like the the team that you want. Oh, right? that's what you were saying. I don't know. Now, is that the, are those the rules? I'm thinking about it now for the first time. Because <laughs> that's a completely different game. I don't think it's, uh, but I don't. I don't feel like you've been making the. You've basically been saying which team you believe in more. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it was the Packers one, then I'm even more likely. But because you, you're also taking their division, you're, are you saying? Yeah, they come I don't into know. This? I obviously didn't think it through. Yep. I should never be in charge of games. It's okay. It's fine. Okay. All right. 
I feel like what I meant, what I meant was my version of it. So, like, you go in. If they're moving here, they adopt the record. Four and four, one game behind Washington. Yeah. Okay, that's different. All right, so would you? All right, well, let's run through these quickly. Then, would you rather the Falcons? Very quickly. No. Panthers. No. Packers. Yes. Crazy. Vikings. No. Bears. No. Uh, okay, Washington, we said. I would say no to the Bears, yes to the Vikings, no to the Packers, yes to the Panthers, and yes to the Falcons. And the last one are your Seattle Seahawks. Mm, no. But... No. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Good exercise. Okay. You want to guess my top five power rankings? Your top five power rankings. Well, you already told me you have the... Do you have the Rams first or the Chiefs? Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl this year, I think. <laughs> uh, I have the Chiefs first. Okay. Chiefs, Rams, Saints. Correct. Patriots. Correct. It's pretty easy. This uh, week. It is the fifth. Let's see. Steelers? No. No. Panthers? No. Who am I missing? Who's fifth? The Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, okay. All right. I scrolled right by him. Yeah. And I have the Eagles ninth. Okay. All right. Playoff picks. Oh, boy. At the midway point. What are we starting with? We're skipping Report Canard this week, huh? We could do that that with Julio if you want. Yeah, that that might be a good... Sports radio one, right? All right, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I think the Rams will get the one seed in the NFC. Oh, we're doing it? Well, let's do the AFC first because we'll build to the Eagles. I think the Chiefs will get the one seed in the AFC, and the uh, Patriots will get the two seed. I think the Steelers will win the AFC North and get the three seed, and the Texans will win the AFC South and get the four seed. And your two wild cards will be the Chargers... And the Bengals. My gosh, it's hard to find that second wild card team, isn't yeah. it? Okay. So then I would have the Bengals going to the Steelers. Steelers win. Chargers going to Houston. Chargers win. Then Chargers go to the Chiefs. Chiefs win. Patriots beat the Steelers. Chiefs beat the Patriots at home. I, I was not impressed with the Patriots watching that game. No. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Like, I legitimately think that this could be the Andy year. That would be really fun. All right. <clears throat> uh, yes, Patriots, Steelers, Chiefs. I tell you what, I'm not counting out the uh, fight in Frank Reichs against the postseason. Three and five. Interesting. Have won two in a row. Plus 18-point differential. All right. Should I pull the trigger on that bad boy? Can they win the division? The three back in the win column against the Texans. Is that too much to overcome? Texans are some smoke and mirrors, though. I agree. Eh. No, I'll go with the Texans. I'll go with the Texans. I think I'm going to... a good tease, though. I'll give the Colts the uh, second wild card. Wow, okay. All right, so I've got not the Bengals. I think they're uh, frauds. I will give the Colts... <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably crazy. It's great. I like that. And the Chargers. The wild card. So, yes, Patriots and Chiefs get the buys. Steelers are the three seed going up against the Colts. Steelers win. What a run for Frank Reich. What Good for him. Texans, Chargers. Chargers win. Chargers go to Arrowhead, right? Yep. Pittsburgh goes to New England. Pittsburgh beats New England. Mm, Le'Veon Bell? Oh, I don't. What do they need him for? I agree. Uh, Pittsburgh goes to KC. Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous for Andy Reid just talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine what Chiefs fans would be feeling in that moment. Uh, But I will give the... uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay. Steelers were my preseason Super Bowl pick. Yes. Uh, But I don't know. Okay. Go with Kansas City. All right, NFC. I, I think the Rams will still get the one seed, and the Saints will get the two seed. I am going to say the Vikings. Really? So, so you think that the so the Saints would have to lose? Yeah, they got a tougher division. Okay, all right. I think they'll 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 lose a division game. What do the Eagles do against the Saints and Rams? I think the Eagles have a better chance to beat the Rams than they do to beat the Saints. I agree. Um, Rams won, Saints two. <laughs> I think the Eagles win the NFC East, and the Vikings win the NFC North. Oh, look at you. And the playoff teams are, or the wildcard teams are Carolina and Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay, so you've got, just for, for recording sake, so you've got the Bears missing out and the Falcons missing out. Correct. And Washington. And, and Seattle. Yeah. <clears throat> and... So that sets up – I don't know who is the three or the four. I'm going to say Minnesota is the three head-to-head. I guess there's not going to be head-to-head with a tie. Eagles are the four. So the Eagles play the Panthers at home. Mm. Nice fun That's rematch. Fun. Yeah, think they, fun I think they win that game. Okay. And the uh, Packers beat the Vikings. So the Packers go to oh, L.A. Gosh, give me a break. And lose. Uh. Eh, yeah, they lose. And then the Eagles go to New Orleans and lose. So the season ends in New Orleans. Mm, and then be fun. New Orleans goes to L.A. and wins. Okay. So uh, Saints, Chiefs, Super Bowl for me. Ah, oh, I'm in be on fun. that. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Picking a winner or no? I'll say the... Uh, I'll say the Chiefs win. I'm with you. Let's go for Andy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Listen, they can have they can have some issues with like clock management and uh, some strange things in the postseason. QB can make up for it. Yeah, just run around and do crazy stuff. Feels like they're not even trying, and they get like these like (laughs) forty plays downfield. All right, I've got the. I'm going to say the Saints are the one. Rams are the two. Give the. I guess I'll give the Eagles the three. The Vikings, the four. Panthers, five, and Falcons, six. Okay. NFC South. Okay. Bears, That's happened tailspin, before. Tailspin, Green Bay Packers, Garbanzo Beans. Uh, so that would set up, ooh, Eagles, Falcons. Oh. Uh, think about it. They played the first game. Alshon said we'll play the last game in Atlanta. Then they play, oh, so many storylines. Okay. Eagles host the Falcons. Oof. 
Rematch last year, huh? That's right. Underdog masks. I think the Eagles win that game. And then who do I have? Panthers and... Vikings. Vikings. Panthers going to Minnesota. Panthers pull it out. Okay, that's fun. All right. So then the... Uh, I've like totally lost track of everything. So then you have Atlanta at New Orleans. Oh, I do. And the Eagles at the Rams, huh? Mm. No, no, no. No. Eagles. Sorry, not Atlanta. I, I thought you had... You have the Eagles. Panthers at New Orleans and the Eagles at the Rams. Okay. Mm. Eagles go to Los Angeles after having beat them in the regular season. Wow. And they lose in the yeah. playoffs. Okay. To the Rams. And uh, so that sets up... I've got Rams Saints. Go with in this. L.A.? Oh, you know, in New Orleans. No, in, in New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. Saints win. And oh, we both got a Saints-Chiefs Super Bowl. Saints-Chiefs. Very well. We nailed it with our preseason pick of the Packers. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Andy okay. Reid, a year after Doug Peterson. Well, well uh, what have we done? We've just ruined uh, We've just jinxed Andy. Did you see that montage of, like, uh, all the Andy Reid's former coaches wishing him, I forget what milestone he hit. You see that? No. On win number something? No. It was crazy how many there were. <laughs> it was like every coach in the league. Yeah. All right. That was a good exercise. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Let's quickly get to the uh, Burden Edgewises. What are we on? Hour three? We have yeah. a lot to say today. It's been a while. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. By the way, some people complained after our last WIP show about the uh, callers. Mm. Listen, it's once a week. It's, yeah. it's a little fun taste. Come on. Relax. And I'll a say little, that, little bit. I'll say this: if you pony up and sponsor the show, I'll tell Julio no more callers. <laughs> I don't know if I have the authority to yeah, do that. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think I think we can make that happen, right? Yeah. So if we get a sponsor for Birds with Friends and the WIP show, I can guarantee you. I think if that's what you want as the sponsor, if that's what you want, that there will be no callers during that hour. It will just be us three chatting. Okay. Jason Costa, on a scale of cranberry to orange, now I disagree with this scale. Well, listen, we've covered that topic. How much juice does Golden Tate provide? Well, so what, orange is the juiciest? I think that's in in his estimation, which I'm telling you, I disagree with this. I'd rather have cranberry juice than orange juice. All right, so say on a scale from orange to cranberry. But but orange isn't isn't the worst. God. I'm just going to say... um, Grapefruit juice. Oh, really? You like that? No, I don't know. I, I just want to say... Apple. I'll give him a nice apple. Sure. I'll give him a cran apple. Okay. Ocean spray. I think he provides some juice. Seems yeah, like he's he, got a he fun pro- personality. He provides some juice. Yeah. He's much shorter. He's like, he's very small. Okay. That was my... Is he rocked up? That was... You know what? I don't think that he's like crazy rocked up. Okay. He's not like Chandon Sullivan rocked up. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's your... Uh, Meter now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Jan and Sullivan. <Wow. laughs> uh, Peckness migrate Thanksgiving side dishes. Sweet potato casserole, stuffing, and green bean casserole. Oh, I don't want any of those. Really? Yeah. What if you got the little marshmallows on top of the sweet potato Terrible. casserole? Terrible. Makes it even worse. You don't like marshmallows? Not on like a sweet potato. Oh. And generally, yeah, I don't like marshmallows. Unless it's melted on like you a s'more. You hate fun. Melted on a s'more, I'll take it, but eh, wow. s'mores are generally overrated because it means you're hiking and camping, and that's not for I, me. I probably like stuffing the best of those, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna 
nest it because the whole fun of stuffing is that you you peck it, you get it once a year. Okay. So I will nest the sweet potato casserole. Although I actually don't mind a green bean casserole, but I will I will nest the sweet potato casserole and uh, migrate the green bean. The only place you're less likely to see an Indian than Nashville <laughs> is hiking. I feel. What if it's a what if it's there's like a stream, like a big stream? Oh, oh I thought you were going to say like the Himalayas. Eh, we'll walk by the stream. Uh, from Tanner, what is your favorite touchdown celebration of all time? Actually, when my sister says that they go hiking, I like yell to her to get back to your roots. <laughs> all right, what was it? My favorite touchdown celebration? Uh, this is off the uh, Michael Thomas cell phone, I guess. Well, that was going to say. the Seahawks had a good one, right? Oh, I don't know. The Joe Horn dance. one is my favorite. That is your favorite? Yeah. And the, I cannot, like, it was unbelievable how bad of a job the announcers did not recognizing that that's they what They didn't that even it was mention it, right? It was crazy. Yeah. Um, what was a good one? Your boy, Joe Buck. Well, what did T.O.? What did Tia... What, Tia did the Sharpie? The Sharpie? The Sharpie. Or was that Oh, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, no, that was Ocho Cinco. Did Tia do something like that? Did he do that was the that? heyday where those wide receivers were just... Oh, he autographed the football. I mean... No, Ed, that's, what, that's what the guy says, Tia. Okay. All right. I don't know. Any, yeah, that was the heyday. Anytime you're, like, um, placing a prop somewhere before the yeah. game, the Joe in Horn. the event that you score a touchdown, that's... I saw... I think it was Dante Stallworth who said that Joe Horn had that cell phone planted for, like, 10 games. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so because awesome. he, and he kept scoring in the wrong end zone. <laughs> That's great. Joe Horn had some great uh, quote. What was his quote? He, didn't he say something to Michael Strahan? He said something to. Hmm. Oh, Strahan said it was unprofessional or something, and, and he said that's because I scored like oh yeah we four see, touchdowns on your uh, uh, yeah a or something in that game okay. yeah. Right. Oh. Uh, good question from Nepa, which I sort of touched on in the piece. Who do you think comes back off IR? Hmm. I mean, most likely there's there's two spots for three guys: Matt okay. Collins, Mike Wallace, and Richard Rogers. Um, as I wrote, I think that Hollins is the most likely of the three, just because he definitely contributes on special teams. Now, Mike Wallace, they signed, they brought in to have a specific role in the offense. I think. Which, by the way, the uh, Chris Mortensen reporting that they tried to trade for Robbie Anderson, and that makes doesn't that make so much more sense? Well, yeah, I mean, they've been pretty open about they need a vertical threat, right? And they couldn't find one. I mean, right. even Howie Roseman, I thought during his press conference, he would he was like pretty honest, like, trust me, we tried to like do a lot of things, right? And in the end, you have to decide on this compensation and you know the player, and. Um, so yeah, that that would have been uh, that would have been interesting. I think they will. I think they will wait a little bit. I think I think what they would want is it for it to be Hollins and Wallace. But in case there is some kind of injury at tight end, they want to be ready to have Rogers come back. Yeah, I mean, right now, is there any need for Richard Rogers? No. I mean, Josh Perkins played one snap last week. Yeah, or, or whatever. It was. That guy's not gonna. That guy's gonna be a special teamer. Right. I haven't seen like. But if something were to happen to Ertz or, or Goddard, then That's all of a true. sudden he That's becomes That's a good point. Important. That's true. Yeah, I would say Hollins and Wallace. Are, although now you've got, like, but then you've got Jeffrey Aguilar and Tate. Like, right. uh, who's playing? Right. I mean, then Hollins isn't getting on the field. It's pretty, but, yeah. 
your receiving core looks a lot different. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Jeffrey Tate, Aguilar, Wallace, Like if Matt Collins is the fifth best receiver, right. whereas if he was healthy he in week two, starting. he would have been the best receiver, yeah. the second best receiver on the team. Okay. It's gonna that will be interesting. I don't know with Wallace. It's like that was a fibula or tibia, one of those, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you just have the to see. Bones connected to that. If he know. can't run like he could run in the beginning of the season, right? Then what's the point? Like right. He has to be a hundred percent. Whereas the Hollands, if he's eighty-five, it right. probably doesn't he still matter. Helps. Right. Yeah. Uh, Thunderlips. In the movie Rudy, why did his family call him Rudy? Why didn't they call him Dan or Danny? I don't know. This doesn't. This doesn't shock me. Okay. I know. Like I know a couple of Sullys, and I think they're they. Some of their family members call him Sully, you know, based on the last name. Was it my, his name Rudy Rudiger? Well, that's why they. Well, his real name's not Rudy. It's, oh. He's called Rudy because his last name is mm. Rudiger. Okay. So the question is, why would someone with the last name mm. call you that nickname based off your last name? Okay. For instance, my friend Doobie does not. His name is Duberstein. We mm. all call him Doobie, but his family calls him Dave. Okay. I don't have a good answer for this. This is a great question. Okay. Pecknest migrate, sore throat. I hope it's not food because I'm so hungry right now. Sore throat, cough, and congestion. Mm. So I have to have one of those for the rest of my life? That is tough. Well, let me ask you this. Can I try to remedy You can try, but you're going to get it. So there's no remedy for it. No, I think you, like, for instance, if, if you... Uh, if I cut, if I if have you the, nest the congestion, yeah. you can still use Afrin every day if you want. And will it do anything? It will be effective. Okay. Yeah, but you're still going to have to do that every mm. day. Is so, if you have a sore throat, you can have cough drops. Sore every throat, day. you have to migrate. I mean, that's like brutal. Mm. It's really tough. I think I would. That affects you constantly. I think I would migrate the sore throat as well. Yeah, you got to migrate the sore throat. I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to nest the cough because I'm basically doing that anyway. Yeah, you have nested the cough, <laughs> and the cough. I feel like you know of the over-the-counter drug remedies. I feel like Tussin can do a nice job on the cough. You think so? Yeah. Maybe I need to be taking more Tussin. Um, it's tough. The congestion is really annoying, but I do feel like there are ways to. To remedy it. And there are so many levels of congestion. It's like, true. is this the worst congestion hmm. where you're just like, oh, well, you, my know, like you wake God. up. Oh, my morning. God. You know, you're talking like Urkel. Ugh. I was when uh, when we were in London. Uh, my wife is a Red Sox fan. I had been up all night with my cough. She got up at whatever it was in the morning of the night that they they won the World Series. And, you know, the radio, we had the Internet stream playing in, in the room. And so she walks. She she walks in as I'm uh, blowing my nose, and I'm like, "It's the first time I've spoken in hours." So I'm like, "Congratulations!" <laughs> sounded like uh, it sounded like the the hormone monster in Big Mouth. If yeah, anybody sounds a little creepy, that. yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think I would probably yeah nest the call. Okay, peck the congestion. We got this. Is a specific one for you. A peck nest migraine. Doing podcasts with Bo while he's sick, mm. doing pods with Bo while he does the English accent, and doing pods with Bo after last night's last season's Rams game. Uh, after last season's Rams game was a great experience. It was a great show. So I will uh, 
Nesta. Uh, accent very controversial. I mean, I don't know if you've read our iTunes <laughs> reviews so far. It's like, you know, <laughs> you're costing us our rating. I'll just say that much. <laughs> I personally, during that, at some point, you were just speaking in it, and it didn't even really phase me. Sure. And so I didn't really mind it. I'm generally pro-accent. These people, like... Oh, God. It was one, It was like two shows. Like, I mean, all right. Flip yourself yeah. the bird. This is unbelievable. One star south the Give me a break. Like, like if you... I mean... Very polarizing. Come on. Uh, I'm, it only makes me want to do it more, the people who are very upset about it. Well, so when you're sick... You can, you can unsubscribe. It does make me nervous. Jabronis. However... It hasn't transferred yet. Like, we have mm. different mics. I'm keeping my distance here. I'm past the point of, of... I mean, this is like the remnants of a cold from two okay. weeks ago. I would probably migrate the sickness just, you know... Yeah, for safe purposes. Health reasons, yeah. yeah. And I'll peck the... I'll take the accent once a, once a year. A question from Bob. He wants to give Doug the grouse, Doug Peterson, for reporting hockey-level injury vagaries this year. He's doing so much uh, lower, body. lower body injury, week-to-week, all this stuff. Thinks it's anti, uh, anti-fan, anti-media. Who is that? That's a fan? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good because I sometimes wonder if we do, as a media care? Yeah. make too much of it. And, uh, I mean, I really... My thing with injuries, I would just like some sense of whether a guy has a chance to play Sunday or whether he's out for six weeks. I agree with that. I don't need to know the whole what the injury Sometimes is. Sometimes it's nice to know what play and you know that kind of thing because, but mostly those are hints towards trying to get to what I just said. Hmm. If you would just tell me, like if, if Doug Peterson came out and said, Listen, this year I'm going to give you uh, like these four categories. One is. He's got at least a 50% chance to play Sunday. Two is he's not going to play Sunday, uh, but he's out for less than a month. Right. Three is he's out, uh, you know, four to eight weeks. And four is he's done for the season. And I'm just going to say, Tim Jernigan, three. And that's it. I'm in on that. I don't need, I would not need to know any other information. You don't need to know what the injury is? I mean, we can mostly ascertain that, right? Yeah, that's true. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I think that's fair. It's actually very nice for our jobs, to be quite honest, that we don't have to do much uh, injury. Our specific jobs. Our writing jobs, yes. yes. But not everybody's. Um, Irving, water gun to your head. Would you take Bruce Hector's neck or Leighton Van Der Esch's neck? So you're talking about a no nectar versus a big old nectar. Like for me, like it would replace my (laughs) neck. Yeah, let's do that. I can't really picture myself with one of those necks. Let's do it that way. Uh, I think you would look really funny with Leighton Van Der Esch's give neck. Give me a Van Der Esch neck. Mm. I feel like I wouldn't be able to, you know, I like to do these neck rolls. In yoga, they say, what, draw like a circle with your nose. Oh, okay. I feel like that would be very difficult for Van Der Esch. Is that the thing? Yeah. Okay. You did a good job there. I got a little dizzy. Okay. Van Der Esch was fired up last night after he got that penalty call. Did you, did you see that part? I'm sure he was. Place at the table. Okay. Latimer. Um... Let's see. Any chance the Eagles use Golden Tate at running back occasionally? At running back, no, but <clears throat> like carrying Some the ball, yeah. stuff, yeah. I would say I would set the over-under at, uh, like, I think he's going to get one of those. This Sunday? Yeah. How about uh, seven exactly and a half one. carries over the rest of the season for Golden Tate? A little high? Well, those guys never get two in a game, I feel. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's probably high. Four but and a half. Over. Okay. I would say six. Is it possible to for a player to get healthy over the course of the season while playing every game? Hashtag ask Dr. Scheel. Great question. It seems like it shouldn't be, but it seems right. like it is. Well, I think that one is one that completely depends on the injury. Yeah. But certainly if you are going easy on them throughout the entire practice week and you're getting all this treatment, but I don't know. Yeah, I feel like on a Sunday it probably comes crashing down, but maybe not. We'll see with Jason Peters. Uh, Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Can we order a pizza or something? (laughs) Uh, Is too much being made of where Golden Tate lined up as a lion and not enough on his speed and ability to draw safety coverage from Dan Ruddle? Maybe. I think it's not about where he lined up, but it's the way that he was used. Okay. And I do think, I I mean, it's not that he can't run deep, but the fact that he hasn't been used in that capacity means that it's going to take some real creativity from the offense to use him in that way, I think. and and More creativity than when they get Nelson Aguilar deep? If they don't do a lot of, I'm saying. That's true. Like, last game, yeah, I mean, there's a couple a, But there's a reason that he hasn't been used that way, right? Theoretically. Maybe. Is it is it coincidence that they give up 10 sacks the first game without him? Stafford with nowhere to go with the ball. Get rid of it quickly. Yeah, that's interesting. It's probably a little bit of coincidence. Okay. Which will be greater uh, bird line here? Corey Clement rushing attempts versus Golden Tate receptions. Uh, for this game, for Sunday? For Sunday. I would say Clement rushing attempts. I mean, even if he... Yeah, I agree. There's so much more upside there. Sanjay wants to know, what Indian restaurant did she'll take you to? Hashtag sports Indian. Hashtag we like other sports outside of cricket. (laughs) Very nice. Well done. Well, did you get any uh, feedback, positive or negative? uh, Yeah, Sanjay was all over it. He's been... He's uh, a sports Indian? He's been hashtagging it, yeah. I have not heard from the robotics. You haven't heard community. from the robotics Indians. Yeah, you haven't heard from anyone who's in between, who's neither robotics nor sports. Well, yeah, I mean there can be varying degrees of it. Like you can be the. Uh, I don't know that I've I've seen like robotics and sports. You see, like you know, medical school and sports. I think there's there there's an overlap there. Okay, can be. What about just medical school? Neither no neither nor. What do you mean? Like they don't like sports and they don't like robotics. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. But you said there's only two. Well, that was the Philadelphia Indian. <laughs> so there's no Indians in Philadelphia uh, no. who don't like robotics or sports. Mm, yeah, no. I okay. would say no. I, I trust the expert. You know, I saw I saw an Indian on my uh flight home. The guy who Jigger, the guy who ran into the uh uh, pole on the subway. That guy? Remember that? Yeah. He's an Indian. I didn't know he was an Indian. He is, he's a sports Indian. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. By the way, uh, I, uh, uh, Birds with Friends listener uh, said hi to me at CVS. Okay. Just wanted to relay that along. And Thank I ran into that. another at CVS a few weeks ago. So wow. That's where that's, they frequent. That's our brand. They yeah. should be our sponsors. All right, two more. Okay. Uh, we're going to peck nest migrate the three teams in the NFC East, but he clarifies what that means. Peck means – oh, okay. Nest means they stay in the division. 
Peck means they stay in the NFC but move to a different NFC division, and migrate means they move to the AFC. For the remainder of the season? No, forever. Oh, forever. So if you were an Eagles fan, which team do you hope stays in the division forever? Is this an Eagles fan or is this me? You're deciding on behalf of of the Eagles organization, I think. Um, I think you probably want to keep Washington. Good question. There's three badly run franchises. Yeah, I think Washington's probably the worst run, so you want to keep them in the division. There's like no path to anything for them with the ownership. I think that's right. And he's also like he's not that old. Like he's not handing over the team to his son anytime soon, like Correct. Dallas. Uh kicking one to the NFC to the AFC? Yeah. It doesn't even matter. They're really set up nicely. Yeah, I mean, all they're in fantastic shape being in this division. I guess the Giants probably, right? In case they luck into a quarterback or something. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, and then you'll, yeah. What keep the, what was the other one? Cowboys stay Cowboys, in the NFC. Stay in the NFC. Okay. I would I would move the Cowboys to the. Uh, well, I mean, they shouldn't be in the NFC East anyway. They should be in the NFC South. Mm. So. Enjoy a good Dallas trip. Oh, me too. That's fantastic. All right, last one. Where is it? How about like the, the Cardinals? It used to be in the Eagles division. <laughs> it's, <funny as> that. <laughs> it's incredible. All right. If one member of the Eagles coaching staff ran for governor of Pennsylvania, mm. who would be your favorite, parentheses, Trung candidate? I like this question from Jordan One Gillis. Member of the co- and I can't, and I can't pick Frank Reich. No. Okay. Who would make the be- who who would be the most likely uh, to run run a winning campaign? Let's let's dismiss okay Doug from the no Doug. Uh, I don't think Jim Schwartz is going to be there. Mm. Do you? Are, are we? Can they bring their like football experience as a talking point, or it's like this person is transferred to another life and they're running? I don't know. Does it matter? Yeah, or guess, is like is like Chris Wilson's coaching acumen gonna like help him win the? <laughs> Let's say they just who are who they are. Tomorrow they decide to run. Okay. Uh, I don't think Jim Schwartz. I don't think Mike Grow. I definitely don't think Mike Grow. I don't think Ken Flajol. Do you think? Justin, Why are you laughing? Do you think Justin? I Peel? don't think Justin Peel. I don't think Tim Halk. I certainly don't think Gunter Brewer. I don't think. I think it would come down. So I think it would come down to Press Taylor. I think Chris Wilson mm. might be a nice politician. He'd be good. Press Taylor would be good. Press Taylor would be good. What about Deuce? Deuce would be good. I think those are the three. What about Unlin? Mm. That's an interesting one. I think it's those four. I feel like. Undlin would like say something inappropriate during the campaign. Well, I feel like he'd let something slip. I think Deuce has that in him as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I think that Press Taylor is the most politician-like. Okay. But I don't know. You know, maybe maybe Deuce could run a, a nice populist campaign, get people fired up. Mm, that's true. I would agree with that. Yeah, Deuce would be good, like the the TV interviews. I think he'd be good at getting a, Campaign a, a partisan crowd already in his favor very uh, ramped up. Okay. 
yeah, I would say Press Taylor and Chris Wilson, I would feel the least like uh, angst about uh, like something going horribly wrong. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd probably go Press Taylor. Okay. I'll take Chris Wilson. I'll see you at the polls. Well, you got to get to the polls. I have till what, seven, eight? Well, ours is eight, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this was a nice marathon pod. Whew. Back tomorrow night on Birds with Friends Radio on Great. WIP at 8 o'clock. Well, good, because there was a lot of things we didn't cover today that uh, <laughs> we need to get to. There probably to. is plenty to get to. All right. That'll Leave do. some reviews and not one-star reviews for Bo. Leave some reviews. Five-star reviews. Go vote. Not that there's any chance that you've made it this far and have not yet voted. And That's true. Let's see. Is anybody, is anybody going to uh, be able to get to the lines and, uh, and listen Someone's to this? Someone's going to get something. It's 4-11. Okay. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. For Sheil, I'm Bo. And as always, we love you. friends.